You are listening to 4 Raw from 4 Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. What about you as a striker, Sadio? I know you've been saying in the last couple of weeks that you feel you could play better, you could score more goals. When it clicks the way it does tonight, how, how good does that feel for you? Yeah, honestly, I'm very happy. I know it's um, like all, all the time I said this. Sometimes it can happen in football and it was not easy uh, time for me, but uh, I never doubt because I know how I can help the team and I, I've been always uh, working hard. And, yeah. and just in terms of the goals as well, finally, I think that's 13 for you, 21 for, for Bobby, 30 now for Mo Salah. How much enjoyment are you getting in playing in that front three? Yeah, honestly, I always enjoy to play alongside of the, the boys and the team uh, because we, we, we as a, a team, we, play, we always enjoy to play. Uh, together and I think it's the key for us and yeah show everyone the ball before you go quickly into the camera (laughs) there it is well done Sadio For my future baby mama Hope your skin is black as midnight I'll take you out there under I can put you in the bins I can balance out your chakras Fornication is a sin We can fuck our neighbor regardless Here's Wijnaldum again Still going Ginny Wijnaldum Still going Ginny Wijnaldum And Sadio Mane It's squeezed in Liverpool lead in the drag out It's a moment that Jose Sarr Won't ever want to see again But no one following Liverpool will care Still going here, James Milner. James Milner! It comes to Salah! Surely for Liverpool! It is for Liverpool! James Milner hits the woodwork, and the quickest the response is the quickest man on the field. Salah, and he's got an open expanse of turf to run into. Here come the runners. Here comes Firmino. Super save, but Sadio Mane makes it three. It is the archetypal Liverpool goal from one end of the field to the on Sadio Mane it's going to be a yellow card if the referee stops it he might still give a yellow card but it's on for James Milner and James Milner's pass and Roberto Firmino seals what is another delightful and delicious Liverpool goal the Kung Fu Kings away now Liverpool have got four in Porto lovely touch by Mane and here's Danny Ings and Mane and there's a man arriving Mane doesn't need him five alive for Liverpool in Portugal Sadio Mane's got three of them. It's hugs all around on Valentine's Day. Liverpool have simply taken Porto to the cleaners. Clap your hands, you can probably set a profile. You ain't gotta worry, don't be scary, cause we own now. Ain't no get you fine, unless we finna buy the hotel. Tell the world to sit the suck a dick, cause we own now. We own now, we own now. Tell the world to sit the suck a dick, cause we own now. Tell the government to suck a dick, cause we own now. Hello and welcome to another exciting show of 4 Raw. This is brought to you by uh, Foresight. We are at www.foarsite.com, an international community of Reds. And as the music just said, we owned there. And we did own Porto. In fact, it was an amazing game. 
Um, I, I know a lot's been said. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to try skipping past everything and, you know, try avoiding the Porto game. Um, all we're looking at this. So uh, let me uh, quickly introduce myself and my guests here tonight. Uh, so firstly, myself, I'm Aditya, uh, your host for the evening. I have a few very interesting guests for the night. First of all, I have an international red from Thailand, Manny, who has just just a little while ago, in fact, finished another uh, another one of our shows. And, you know, he's he's such a big fan. Here he is on another show. Hi, Manny. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Good to see you all. Yeah. Thank, th- thanks for joining on, Manny. Really appreciate your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Um. And apart from that, we have a couple of our, uh, you know, our regular uh, kind of guests as well. We have uh, Keval. Hi, Keval. Hello, guys. Good morning. And a good morning to you as well. We would have loved to have you on after the Porto game. I could totally imagine you sitting on your lucky chair, I think you said, and, you know, going crazy. So it would have been nice to have you after that game, Keval. Welcome. And And then we have one of the guests, Koma. Hi, Koma. Welcome. Hi, Adi. Hi, everyone. Uh, great to be back here. Great to have you on as well, man. All right. Um, so that's uh, that's a quick intro of all our guests. Um, so generally, you know, uh, we do look to cover all LFC-related matters, but I thought we'd take a, take a bit of a diversion on today, uh, seeing how, you know, we're uh, through the halfway stage of the season. We thought maybe, you know, it's time to take a step back, see how, you know, our fellow competitors in the league are doing. You know, there are 19 clubs around us. Uh, obviously, they're not as good as us. But we just thought, you know, let's let's have a quick, like, dig and see, you know, how, how things are going um, elsewhere. Uh, so, obviously, it's been an interesting season so far. Um, I think, uh, obviously, there's Manchester City pulling off up away at the top. Uh, there are almost five clubs fighting for the remaining three spots. Uh, there's a crazy race happening right now at the bottom of the table. And I think that's where um, I really want to start. So, uh, we over here, we have, uh, well, in fact, 11 teams. We have Bournemouth, who I don't want to exclude, who are at 31. And all the way at the bottom of the 20th, we have West Brom at 20. So, basically, a matter of uh, 11 points separating 11 teams. Uh, so, that that seems extremely close to me. What, what do you think, Manny? How's the, how's the competition been at the bottom of the table? Um, to me, I think uh, it's a lot different than other seasons. Uh, I think it's very divided from the top and the bottom. Um, this is why the bottom has been so competitive. In other seasons, you see uh, the likes of West Ham or Southampton beating the lesser class. But, you know, this time around, very competitive to me. That, that's a very good point. Um, did, so, uh, you know, do you think is that's because, you know, the other clubs, you know, who you'd expect these are kind of like uh, regulars to beat at the bottom people like West Ham, for example, have kind of like not really picked up their socks this season or is it because, you know, the the remaining boys actually have and they're doing better? What what do you think? Uh, I believe the the so-called top six are performing uh, really well against the lesser teams and um, the likes of Southampton, I think they have some issues going on within their clubs. Um, West Ham, you know, a lot of things, I think a lot of it happens because of the change of managers. You know, I think that that plays a lot into it. They, 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 a lot of teams are sacking the manager for for fun, like Watford, 
and you know David Moyes coming into this West Ham see West Ham team, you know, example. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I think uh, there's been a lot of chopping and changing on, uh, you know, going on uh, between the teams. But uh, you know, Kewal, what, what do you think? You know, seeing teams like Southampton, teams like Stoke, West Brom, who've all kind of well, they're fairly established, you know, and you know that they have enough in their squad to do the job to stay in the league. What do you think's the reason? Kind of like so many of these clubs are underperforming, and you know, not. Not really being able to get the best out of their players. Uh, it, it's a very tricky question. You know, they have a really good players, uh, Stoke and Southampton, and uh, they they couldn't uh, start their season very well. Uh, the important thing about those bottom teams, uh, when you mentioned Southampton and Stoke, and uh, for example, West Bromwich Albion, they were all really good defensive teams. Uh, they weren't winning like 4-0, 5-0, but they were able to hold a lead of 1-0 even against the top teams. But they are not able to do that this year. Look at Southampton, they have considered 40 goals, Stoke 53 goals, West Brom 40 goals. This is uh, not them. And the goals they have scored, uh, Stoke 27, Southampton 28, West Brom 21. So they were able to score that amount of goals last year as well. So the thing about them that their defensive flaws are costing their position. And uh, I do believe that Southampton is still kind of a team even if they sack their manager Pellegrino on 33rd game, they would win a game from 34 to 38, 5 out of 5, get the 15 points and get out of the relegation zone because they are that good. I'm not sure about Stoke or West Brom. So defensive flaws are the main issues for them. That that's a that's a really good point, uh, Keval. Koman, uh, would you agree? Do you think it's because you know? The, uh, well, obviously, teams like West Brom and Stoke have always had a, their own kind of like class apart when it comes to defending. When I say class apart, not you know amazing, but you know they they really do their job well in terms of being well organized. Do you think? Do you think like that's taken a nosedive this season? Is that kind of the reason uh, you could really point to and say the teams are doing so poorly this? Uh, it is. It is one of the reasons and I especially agree with Manny that there's a lot of quality difference between the top teams and the bottom teams. And yeah, uh, I think the change in the manager, uh, the cha- the way they have changed the manager in the uh, bottom teams, uh, West Brom. I think Tony Pulis, for example, the West Brom thing is the most surprising for me. Uh, he has been uh, a very, uh, what we say, a conditioned manager. Uh, especially for teams like to defend... Uh, their existence in Premier League. He even he got uh, he got uh, influenced by that pressure. So I'm, 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 it's like a very surprising thing. And uh, also one thing I want to point out is the way the uh, the teams like Huddersfield and uh, BHA they have performed well. They have performed competitively well. And even that is a point that uh, that might uh, bring these teams. More competitive in the bottom bottom of the league. That's a that's a really good point, Koma. And you know, I, I'm going to touch upon that in a bit. Uh, but one thing that both you and Manny mentioned, obviously, is well, uh, the money swirling around and obvious difference between the top teams and the bottom teams. Now, I mean, we've seen that every time the rights get renewed, the money's been increasing exponentially. But what's changed this time around that you know we can actually make out this much of a difference, or is that 
I'm actually looking at it wrong. Perhaps every time there's more money coming in, we've seen the same scenario. What What do you think, Koma? Again, it's like something like even West Brom has uh, splash cash on on good players, but still, like uh, as as Kevel said, it's a very tricky question. That uh, they have just underperformed also as well. It's not like uh, they have been performing in the same level as the last few uh, uh, seasons. But yeah, uh, it's uh, it's like a very um, difficult question to answer now. <laughs> sure, no, that's a, uh, that's a fair point. All right. Uh, Considering everything that we've said, okay, let's quickly move on. Also, you mentioned, you know, uh, the new boys. We have Brighton, Huddersfield, and Newcastle. Obviously, Newcastle do have like quite a good pedigree in the Premier League, uh, having gone down, but they've come back up. They've been doing uh, fairly well. So, uh, Keval, what what do you think? How how do you think you know Brighton's been doing this season? How uh, how how would you rate the season? I think currently they're standing at about 14th. They're hovering uh, about two or three points off the relegation zone. Do you think that's that's good from their perspective? To be honest, Brighton has been the best among those uh, newly promoted team. Huddersfield had their charm uh, at the beginning of the season, but if you uh, I have like since I'm single, I see all the games on weekend. <laughs> I have nothing else to do, <laughs> so I do watch their games: Brighton, Huddersfield, and uh, Newcastle. I really liked uh, Brighton's game, and if you see the last game against Stoke, uh, the goal they scored, uh, Isquierdo, amazing. Uh, they started from goalkeeper, just like a world-class Manchester City. That they start from defense and they pass around and they score a goal. So. they had like more than 10 or 15 touches without stoke touching a ball from defense to offense and they scored that goal not any of the lower 10 uh, clubs can do that and brighton has been able to do that they are not very defensive team they are very aggressive so they are they want to score goals and they have taken this all points from the bottom teams they are real competitors they haven't done really great against the top teams but that's what they are supposed to the important thing for them is to get those points from their real competitors which are bottom 10 and stay above them and they were able to do that so brighton is good newcastle i still believe that they can get their charm at least defend that's what benitez do they don't have a good of, uh, offensive partnership they have a couple of good players uh, like matt ricci and uh, now slimani but still they are not able to create enough uh, that's good that they were able to get a goal against manchester united but yeah but i do believe that this three newly promoted team deserve to be in premier league they are good at attacking football and uh, they play attacking football they don't do defense well but still uh, i believe that they should stay in top that's a that's a pretty uh, bold call but I, i i do tend to agree with you i do think brighton and well all three of the new teams have played fairly good football they've been not been as defensive as say a stoke or a west brom have considering that they promoted it's you know quite admirable that you know they've come out and they've tried to play football i i, I would agree with you on that front um manny what what do you think uh, you know obviously we had huddersfield at the start of the season who you know started with a blitzkrieg but you know then they've had a downturn in form they've kind of stabilized uh, somewhat now what 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 do you think about you know huddersfield and west brom uh, sorry huddersfield and brighton do you think you know they've been doing well enough to kind of survive uh i think 
uh, as Keval was saying, the I think Brighton plays some attractive football, and on on the other hand, Huddersfield were doing it safe. You know, earlier in the season, I, I remember them, you know, getting a lot of clean sheets, but you know, I think that the turn um, there was some turnaround in their season, conceding a lot of goals. So I believe, you know, if if I have to make a call right now, I would say Huddersfield might not make it this season, but I think Brighton will stay up just because of the the intention and I feel I think they have a better mentality you know when they have some confidence going forward this is what I feel like yeah yeah Huddersfield have been just about hovering over the relegation zone I think Huddersfield is going to have a bit of a more of a fight than Brighton what about uh, what about our old boss Rafa Benitez leading uh, Newcastle you know do you think he'll help them stay up as well or do you think you know because of uh, well not not much support from their owner. Do you think you know that's something that they're gonna uh, regret and go there, go back down? Uh, you know, I think this is one thing about this season is that uh, a lot of managers are proving their worth. You know, a lot of a lot of teams with good managers and you know so-called decent players they are they are surviving. In, like, like you can see in uh, Newcastle and you see um, Bournemouth, they don't have some great players, but you know they they're doing fine. But on the other hand, some some teams have uh, great individuals like Stoke City. You see a lot of great players like Shakiri. Um, they they I think they have um, a lot of important players, but uh, they're just not performing. I think it's because of the manager. So I believe Rafa is doing well for Newcastle. He doesn't have you know he, in his armory they have some decent players, but they don't have great players and they're still doing fine. I think they'll yeah. stay up. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'd have to agree with your uh, uh, you know uh, estimation. I think Newcastle have been doing pretty well, and I think it's largely down to Rafa rather than you know any of the players that they've brought in. Um, so you know, Koma. So you know, your what are your three picks for relegation based on what you've seen this season? So we have Southampton, Stoke, and West Brom at the bottom right now. Do you do you see the table as it stands now, or you know what are your predictions? Uh. Uh, West Brom will get relegated. Um, they are they have they are way behind the pack, as as what they are saying is they are twenty five points behind Stoke. Uh, Stoke, I think they they have good players, so they might pull it off. They might be uh, in the I think sixteen seventeen uh, area. But uh, I I am predicting Huddersfield will go down along with uh, Swansea City. Okay, cool. What about you, Keval? What's your uh, call? You said all three of the uh, newcomers are going to stay up. So, you know, which of the three <laughs> existing ones do you see going down? I, I believe West Brom is already done. And uh, I think Stoke City is done as well. Uh, because I, what I uh, felt about Stoke City is that I saw their game. They can score, but they are not able to stop conceding. And for them, uh, for any team, bottom of the ten, bottom 10 team, the most important thing is for now is not to concede a goal. But they are not able to do that. They haven't got any clean sheet, uh, even against the bottom uh, 10 team. So I think they will go. And I still have, a, I, I believe Crystal Palace will go down. They had a good <laughs> Yeah, they had really good form. Uh, they won good games. They were able to get a point from Manchester City. 
but they have a big drop in, in their point and uh, they have a good game against uh, Tottenham this uh, next Sunday so it is going to be uh, it, it's going to be on that game uh, see how they perform it's going to be a home game so if they are able to get three points that day then there are good chances that they will be able to stay on top Swansea has good manager and they are able to keep good clean sheets so uh, even if they score one goal I think they will be able to uh, keep that lead and uh, uh, stay up so I am st- still in doubt for that last position I, I think Southampton has good chance as well to miss out on the league all right. Okay. Sure. Uh, so that's quite a few clubs there. You know, uh, trying to desperately avoid the 18th. As what you're saying. What, what about you, Manny? Who's going down according to you? Uh, do you think? Do you also agree? West Brom and Stoke are firmly, firmly down for relegation. Um, it to me it would be a bit sad to see Stoke going down. I think uh, what they did with the the change of the club. You know, uh, appointing Mark Hughes and playing some attractive football rather than you know their long throws. I thought it was a bold move, and I don't want to see them going down. But it looks maybe they're going down. But West Brom, you know, we know they're done. But the other team I would think that they're going down is Crystal Palace, simply because of the manager. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's <laughs> take. Yeah, because we all know the the Hudson issues. You know, we all know his capabilities. I don't think he he has some great players. He has Christian Benteke. He has Wilfred Zaha. And he's still struggling, so, you know, no excuses. I, I agree. I don't think Hodgson's a very good manager, to be honest. Um, so, okay, that's, uh, that, so, that, okay, you think there might be Crystal Palace in the mix. Um, I think uh, from my end, I'd have to say West Brom and Stoke, but Manny, very good point when you said Stoke tried to do something different, try to play more attractive football, and unfortunately, you know, they're down in the relegation zone. It's not a very good endorsement for well, quality quality football, you know, it's an endorsement for like uh, stuffing your backline and shutting the door kind of football, which is a little sad. Uh, but I do think uh, they're too far down. I just don't think that they have enough. They concede too much. So I think it's going to be West Brom, Stoke and most likely Huddersfield who've kind of been struggling to um, score sufficient goals for the number of times they actually let goals in. So I think those are really my three picks for uh, the relegation. All right. Uh, so I think I think all of us had Stoke and West Brom then. Uh, so bye-bye guys. Uh, and We'll see you probably in a couple of seasons, I suppose. Uh, but moving on, right? Um, there's... Well, surprisingly, the middle of the table is not much of a middle this season. Generally, you have, you know, clubs all the way from 7th to 13th kind of in the fray. But this time, all the clubs almost right up till 10th are, you know, in that relegation mix. So, if I really have to look at, you know, the clubs which are in the middle, I have to look from 7th and 9th and say maybe there's Burnley, Leicester and Everton who are doing comparatively better or at 7th, 8th and 9th. Um what do you think about uh, you know uh, Keval? What what do you think about Burnley, Leicester, and Everton? Where do you think they'll finish? Do you think they're firmly rooted into the middle of the table, and that's where they finish as well? Uh, Burnley will go into bottom ten because uh, the way they are performing, they are see that's the case. Now they are considering goals, so 
the important thing when when they were winning it was just 1-0 1-0 1-0 and now they are considering they are not able to win a game and they are winless in this year and you can say uh, even though they have considered just 24 goals in 27 but they they uh, at the same time they just uh, scored 21 goals so i think they will go down everton and uh, leicester will finish about them arsenal will remain at 6 you can consider arsenal as a mid table team now because there is no way uh, they're going <laughs> to come uh, and compete for fifth for our third place uh, you can remove them so it's basically four teams for three spots second third and fourth and uh, arsenal six there is no competition for them as well they can actually rest their players in premier league and focus on europa <laughs> league to be very honest they should do that and burnley leicester everton leicester will move up uh, leicester and everton but and bournemouth has a good chance to remain in top 10 they are really good team and one or two more flare games like they had against uh, chelsea and other teams they will do well so that will be a mid table for me uh, watford uh, still is they will have flares but they will not uh, be able to go as high as 6 or 7 they will stay around 10 11 or 12 right no so that's fair enough i think i think that's most likely where you know they end up as well manny what what do you think do you think you know what do you think of well i mean i i don't want to take up the arsenal discussion i want to get to that next but you know in terms of middle of the table burnley leicester everton bournemouth that region what do you think do you see some reshuffle happening um i really hope everton goes down but <laughs> they have some great players. The, they invested a lot, um, so I think they might overtake uh, Burnley. But Leicester, I think they'll they'll probably stick uh, at the uh, seventh or eighth place because now they got Mares coming back and they got a bit of momentum. So as for Burnley, you know, you see their last five uh, last five games. They I think they got two points from their last five games. So you know, I think. going forward they they are really bad going forward but they were good at not conceding goals but they are now having that issue so um i think you know everton and leicester will overtake them that's you know that's my take on it all right sure yeah i think uh, i think that could most likely happen um I, so uh, you know can i add one point middle of the table yeah sure sure go for it man so you know that people started uh, showing that screenshot that look at burnley fourth this is amazing this is unbelievable when they shared that uh, screenshot burnley at 31 point in november look at them now they have 36 point it's been 3 months 3 months and 5 point they are the lowest performing team so that's why they will not be able to remain in top 10 actually that that's a very good point in fact i hadn't noticed it but you know early season flourish and now they're like really struggling but i think they've gotten enough points just to kind of hang on into the you know middle of the table i suppose somewhere in the 11 12th position as you said yeah that's a that's a very good assessment i i agree um you know th- just moving on uh, you know the middle of the table is generally the most boring region because you're not you know fighting for anything you're just fighting for the middle spots and there's you know not really anything in it so let's move up to number 6 which is arsenal which is uh, quite nice uh, they're currently at 45 points um, they're about uh, i think 8 points behind uh, fourth spot chelsea and you know seven behind tottenham at fifth uh, coma so 
you know one of the things which you know we we've seen over the past many years unfortunately and you know fans are going to hate me for this is we've we'd kind of cemented that spot for ourselves you know because we'd been underperforming even though we had a decent squad we'd been underperforming and we'd end up at like you know 6th or 7th or 5th do you think yeah. that's what's happening to arsenal this season because they they bought a, they bought an expensive striker start of the year they bought an expensive striker middle of the season they got miktarian um they've done all sorts of things right do you think you know what's ha- what happened to us is currently happening to them uh yeah in a nutshell yes but uh, the thing is that they uh, will perform better now just because they have uh, they have a good team right now like a very good team uh thing is that they started in a very bad manner so uh, that's where they uh, started lacking and against uh, bigger teams yes uh, they are in no way in comparison with the top 5 but yeah they will have that place cemented and i think it will go and they will stay in europa and uh, they have a good chance of winning it but still they will uh, i think in the next coming years i don't see them moving up <laughs> all right sure um i think keval's already mentioned that you know he doesn't see arsenal as part of the chasing pack anymore many would you agree are arsenal you know they've uh, kind of like fallen down and you know you don't see them crawling back up is this kind of the middle ground and the end of the kind of like glorious generation for arsenal what do you think uh i believe arsenal has something left in them because they have some signs of great players and if you look at their fixtures i think uh the last their last 10 games or so are easier games i think i believe and and i think chelsea are falling to me uh, i think chelsea will underperform because I think there's next seven fixtures including the Champions League they have some tough opponents and that might stop their momentum I think they already uh have some problems you know with with the loss at Watford and you know they won last night but I think yeah, they they're going to lose to Barcelona so and you know Arsenal I think the only issue with them right now is their their manager I think they have some amazing players So it's really sad to see them underperforming. You know, I would I'd rather see them above Chelsea and Tottenham to me. Right. And that's a, that's a good point. I think uh, I think for the quality of players that they have, you know, it is unfortunate. And I agree. I do think, you know, uh perhaps it's uh, time for Wenger to bid adieu um if especially if they finish outside Europe this season, I think uh, definitely something to be said about uh Wenger's chances. Um s- sorry, do you have something Keval? Yeah, Wenger uh, said uh, sorry. Uh who is speaking sorry <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah go for it um, who 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 wants to go for it keval maybe you want to go for it okay i will say something uh arsenal yeah still considering those goals uh, still don't have a good midfield uh, they they have flare up performance and uh, i i was thinking that they will be a good strong contender for uh, carabao cup against manchester city given to what they have <laughs> in attacking but they are going to concede no matter what because this is city and even leroy sane is back uh, to his fitness i think they definitely should target uh, champions uh, europa league but when i was looking at europa league and the teams they were in europa league dortmund marseille lyon uh, celtic uh, napoli or 
Rezen Boss for Leipzig, they are going to give them a very tough competition as well, Arsenal. So I don't see they are winning Europa League as well, but they can try hard. But they are cemented their, they have cemented their position on sixth. <laughs> so basically, sixth is their uh, new fourth. All right, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, go, Komar, you had a point. Go for yeah, it. I was, just, I was uh, just answering your question. Like we, uh, they have not uh, invested in their defense or their defensive line. So yeah, they are the new. Uh, again, again, I will get some uh, anger here, but yeah, they are the new Liverpool right now because. Uh, Finally, we have started understanding where we uh, we were lacking. Yeah, at the defensive like the defensive side of our of the, of the team. But Arsenal right now they are doing the same. They are not investing. Their defenders are I don't know. They don't have the fight left in them. But uh, yeah, so that's why they, as Cable said, they are leaking a lot of goals. So I don't think again they'll go up. Uh, I I would like to add one yep. more point. Uh, when he compared uh, Liverpool of 2014-15 to Arsenal. Here's the thing. Arsenal did spend uh, on Rob Holding, I guess, free. <laughs> Kolasinac. So, they bought a couple of defenders. And at the same time, we also bought a couple of strikers. But we always uh, waited. Uh, hope strikes gets paid and come back in the game, uh, come back in the team and score the goal. It's the same thing happening to Arsenal. They uh, they have Holding, they have Kolasinac, they have new signing, but they are still they still have to pay Matasakar and Koscielny and Mustafi and Monreal. So uh, they still have that weak defense, and no one in in front of them that can help them to clear the ball. So yeah, it's the kind of Liverpool thing what we did in 2014, 15, 16. <laughs> That's uh, I have to agree. It is a very, very Liverpool thing. But, you know, let's be happy. Let them sit at six. It's less competition for us uh, yeah. chasing those top spots and hopefully the league. Uh, but at this point, you know, I just quickly want to take a break, let ourselves recharge. So just we will just be back after a quick break. Cheers. Welcome back to this wonderful show. We've so far covered, you know, uh, from the bottom and we've reached all the way to Arsenal, who are now, thanks to our lovely guests, firmly rooted to the sixth spot. 
uh, away from you know the top of the table but let's now jump in you know into the top four spots now this year has been extremely interesting now i don't want to talk about the first uh, let's get to that right at the end in fact but there's second third and fourth to fight for it's been an interesting season we have four strong teams looking to uh, fight it out let's go right from the bottom and let's look at you know Spurs at fifth who are right behind the chasing pack who are barely one point behind Arsenal sorry behind Chelsea my bad Arsenal are sixth oops <laughs> um <laughs> so you know Manny your thoughts on Hotspur and their chances of a fourth they've been pretty good this season they're, they've been good for the last two seasons as well but this season they've continued to you know showcase how good they are what do you you reckon of their top four chances Uh I think they will be in the top four. I think they will overtake Chelsea because simply because they have a uh, a really good manager and I think they're a team that are playing based on confidence as you can see right now you know, they they they're playing so well and they they went away to Juventus and they had I think they had more positions and um, had more shots than than the the home team and and I think earlier in the season they had a struggle a bit of you know i think two or three games where where they dropped some points but it shows that they are the a team that played based on um confidence and uh, it seems their their confidence right now has skyrocketed and i definitely see them being in the top four just below us i hope <laughs> all right sure uh, i think I, i you know you you are right they do have a fantastic team and you know they did have the issues at the start of the season and you know they, uh, they seem to have fixed them but koma here's my question to you right the last two seasons they've fought really hard they've tried to you know finish top of the table they look like they might just win the league at certain points in the last two seasons and through and right at the end they just completely threw it away it just seems like they have a mental problem a finishing problem i don't know how to call what to what to call it but do you reckon that this is going to play a part this year as well that they won't be able to handle the pressure and kind of miss out on that top four uh they will comfortably reach not comfortably they will be in the top four uh not because uh, solely because of them but also because uh, chelsea has been on the uh, uh, lower side is spiraling down on basis of performance uh, so yeah they do choke yes they had uh, they were unlucky the last few seasons but uh, again that was due to other other teams other winning teams being more consistent uh, spurs uh, personally after our match i i started uh, hating them but yeah i can i can see that they will be in the top four uh, this season right that's uh, okay that's a bold call I, i i i'm not sure to be honest i think they might make it i but i do hope they make it over united to be honest because they play some really fantastic football so if anybody from this like you know current section has to miss out i hope it's united because they play simply play the worst football of you know the remaining teams over there uh but you know that's going to again make me some unpopular uh, comments but moving on to- kewal We, yeah sorry you somebody had a point yeah they have uh, to be in that uh, boring region of uh, 10th to 13th that that's what they deserve the united team <laughs> <laughs> actually I, i'm 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 completely agree with you and i still believe that uh, the chances of united missing out on top four is really high just because uh, 
they are conceding now and they are not able to score they the points they have are from the bottom teams they won against huddersfield they are supposed to win huddersfield look at them the way they were performing but uh last two defeats against one against spurs they couldn't score one goal against newcastle they again couldn't score one goal and uh if they get teams see united is still yet to play against chelsea against liverpool against manchester city and against arsenal it will it can be very damaging so uh they may get good points against bottom teams but uh, there are still head to head fixtures which is going to be troublesome uh, the other thing about spurs is they are very exciting team and they are still in three competition champions league english premier league for of course 2 3 4 position and fa cup but they have played Kane, Eriksen, uh, Son, and uh, who else is there? Uh, Dali Ali. In almost all games, they are not able to give them rest. Even they were play. They played against Newport County for two fixtures, both of them. So in March, if they are still in FA Cup, they are still in Champions League. They will start getting tired. In, like we can be angry with. the way we got out of fa cup but i believe that they that will also giving our players rest for champions league and english premier league to be able to stay in top 4 so united is definitely tricky chelsea still can upset uh, and they can still upset their own fans but i truly believe that we must not take united certain for top 4 they can miss out they have those tricky fixtures that's a, that's a really really good point keval you know um, i i will come to united and you know that's something quite interesting i don't think anybody so far has ever mentioned united not finishing in the top 4 and i want to come back to that but and you know you were quite objective as well not just as a liverpool fan but yeah. you know just again moving up the table as you said very good point about spurs um they don't really have the squad depth to kind of compete in so many uh, so many different competitions is it going to catch up to them is you know are they are they going to choke once again things to be seen but they definitely have the squad and the playing sorry they definitely have the team and the playing style to make it in the top 4 uh moving on we have chelsea at fourth who were last season's champions um now they have the same set of players pretty much you know they did sell a few they got bakayoko they sold matic not a few changes here and there but they're largely the same they are the same manager um but they've been extremely inconsistent this season considering i think it was just last season that they had a run of i think 18 consecutive wins or something of that sort if my if my memory serves me right um many do you think chelsea are just too inconsistent and you know that, that it's going to cost them that top four spot that you know spurs are just going to nick out on that fourth spot yeah uh, i still fancy spurs being in the fourth spot simply because chelsea um you can see there's something wrong within their club you know the fact that the news were leaking that they were looking to sign you know the target man they eventually signed uh, Olivier Giroud but uh i think there's i believe there are a lot of news that are you know that are within their club there's something going on and i don't think conte looks a happy manager right now although they they just won the premier league last season but um i think a lot of their tricks that were working last season 
which is mostly uh, goals and assists from their fullbacks. Haven't really worked this season. I think most of Alonso's goals this season were from free kicks. And Mosa has just scored like a few goals. So, and basically right now they are relying everything on uh, Azad. So I think Spurs have a better system, better manager right now. I think for me, they have better uh, formation and the, the style of football. So I think Chelsea, right. yeah. That's a that's a that's a pretty assassin point, right? Something I didn't bring up so far. But Conte being unhappy and you know Chelsea being trigger happy to change their manager. First, firstly, Keval, do you think Conte is going to survive? And you know, if he does survive, is it going to make a difference? What, what do you think about this whole Conte situation? How is it playing it out playing out for Chelsea? Mm, uh, see, the thing about them is that they want success in every season and if they don't get success for one season they'll throw that manager out so look at us we were building and uh, we were inconsistent in crops first season and then we became consistent but injury hit to Mane we were a little bit inconsistent in terms of scoring goals but now we have become consistent again so you have to give manager some time that yeah it, it's not like that every team is gonna perform so well every game there is always a like a patch manchester city had a patch of 18 games chelsea had the same patch of 14 games com- uh, continuous uh, winning last season and which led to title win so yeah. i hope they keep uh, conte in uh, position as a manager but the tricky part will be those four fixtures against Spurs, against Liverpool, against Manchester United and against Manchester City. That will decide their position. If they sack Conte, there are chances that they will win every game against bottom team and uh, get the points they need to be in top four. But if they are keeping Conte till this season and there are chances they can miss out on the uh, Champions League and then he will be sacked. But I, I'm not sure uh, who will fill his sho- shoes for remaining 10 matches because I don't see any good options available right now apart from Mark Hughes. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Chelsea, Chelsea always managed to find some manager. They're just very used to kind of switching managers mid-season. No? But, but you know, wait mid-season, not at the end of the season. This is not enough time for them as well uh, and when they changed to Benitez for six months they still weren't able to finish in tops uh, four they were out of top four they won Europa League no doubt but at that time Chelsea had a really good squad and Europa League didn't have any good teams just like Manchester United won last year they didn't have any good teams like Ajax uh, all the players were not even able to drink they were underage under 21 so experience <laughs> one uh, of manchester united so that's how they did well so this is very late now in the season so keval every after everything you've said tell me is conte in or is conte gone just tell me what your gut says i i i hope stays in but i believe that uh these three games will decide his fate against barcelona and against manchester united okay he may right. be that's no, that's fairly objective. I, Kuma, do you agree? Do you think do you think three games and Conte's future is going to get decided, or do you think it's already you know set in stone? Yeah, even I agree that these three games would be very important for uh, Conte. And 
it's it's so surprising that uh, before the start of the season i thought that chelsea will be second i predicted that chelsea will be second and uh, because they had a very good uh, spine in the team it's so surprising that they are performing uh, I, 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 okay honestly i do think that they have been uh, somewhat hardly uh, harshly criticized because the uh, whatever the day, whatever the thing is that they are still fourth but uh, i think they are in the uh, downward spiral so yeah uh, i think yeah conte would be uh, a scapegoat now uh, already I, i think i've read somewhere that he's uh, not in good terms with uh, the owner so yeah this four matches and who is who is in good terms with that owner no no manager ever in chelsea's history has been good terms with that owner and but that but, guy just pisses off every manager it's amazing but going by this that this will be a mutual decision by how uh, how bad as conte is so uh, yeah he will he will automatically quit the team if he's not uh, if he has a problem with uh, the owner all right so with chelsea we shall wait and see okay fair enough uh, over a third we have liverpool now guys you know we all love liverpool but let's let's skip over liverpool because we've just discussed it so much we know we're going to finish in the top 4 comfortably we know we're fine i don't think any of you are going to disagree with me there uh let's oh, bro, jump over come on this is liverpool <laughs> yeah i said we'll finish comfortably in the top 4 either second or third whatever it is no i'm saying that we are liverpool you cannot write anything on the piece of paper <laughs> yeah i agree anything can happen in liverpool anything that that is that is true but you know i want to i want to move on with a bit of hope and optimism cuz you know we're sitting pretty in third we're looking to you know challenge at the second so i want to move on with some hope i agree with you keval but let's move on to manchester united who are sitting pretty in second from almost the start of the season they've been playing disgusting football they've not really played great mourinho has been criticizing his players it is it looks like a sob story but irrespective there are they have point, 56 points on the board the second um Manny, do you think they deserve to be second basis how they've played so far and do you see them staying at second? Uh I think they will stay in the top four simply because of Mourinho. He he knows his way. In big games he parked the bus and he get he gets that one point and then he goes on and beat smaller teams with one nil scores. That's the way he manages his team. But you know, as a football fan, as a neutral, I don't want to be, you know, biased but as much as i hate united i i have to believe i have to feel bad for their fans right now because look at their players they have like i think the the team value goes up to like 300 400 million and they still play disgusting football you know you have paul pogba and you have sanchez and i don't understand how united fans can still look into mourinho and say yo he's our manager and we want him here it's it's really sad to have some amazing players and and play one new football that's just the way i i see yeah i i agree especially considering i mean trying to be neutral here that they have played good football attacking football in the past considering considering all of that it must be quite a shock and disappointment to see mourinho playing the way he is with this kind of quality squad that he does have 
um saying that keval you had some really interesting points on united you said you said their spot in the second is uh, in the top 4 rather is well not certain care to elaborate being as well uh, neutral as you possibly can yeah i will i will definitely be neutral uh, here is the thing uh, the manchester united is buying players who has commercial value rather than what they actually need and that's been a biggest issue they bought, uh, they buy uh, they bought sanchez but uh, at the same time they also bought pogba and pogba has that spe- uh, specific thing in their uh, in his mind that they, he doesn't want to do this and he doesn't want to do that and mourinho wants him to do the same he cannot uh, put him on the bench because he will be upset it's like uh, it's kind of very childish behavior klopp is making our club captain sit on the bench even though he's uh, he's better like carrick is sitting on the bench uh, being a manchester united captain but that is justifiable because he this is his last year he is retiring henderson he is in his in, is in his prime it's not even a prime but still uh <laughs> still he is sitting he is accepting manager's decision um pogba is not ready to do so uh they would like to dance and do those dabbing thing but uh, aside they have good team they have good players but they are not able to make a team where they all can do and play a role which they are supposed to mourinho would expect that that uh, they have a good uh, organization and they start attacking from there and his defense is not good enough as well uh, like smalling sometimes he looks like maldini but sometimes he is worse than lauren uh left back position he is playing ashley young yeah he scored two goals and one point but other than that he is not good enough uh only person uh, who is consistent for them is antonio valencia on the right back position uh anthony marshall he runs he runs really great but then he feel clueless he is good as a sub but when he plays as a sub uh, he doesn't like it because he would like to be more impactful on the game so he would like to start from the beginning but when he start from the beginning he doesn't do well rashford is obsolete now they were comparing with sterling and all this crap look at sterling and look at rashford now and lukaku we all know that there was a stat uh, someone posted it on the on twitter since 2014 uh, 15 the number of goals scored against top 16 jamie wardy has 26 goals aguero has 24 goals helikan has 23 goals mohammad salah has 7 goals and lukaku has 5 goals even though he played here from 2014 and 15 it says that uh, uh, that how he plays and uh, what he needs around him so they bought the players they don't need they didn't buy players they actually need in that manchester united formation so there are chances that they will miss out right, for, as yeah. equal chances as liverpool spurs and chelsea i'm not saying that they have more chances than liverpool but i am not going to say that they have certain chances to be in top 4 that's uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's that's pretty like a great assessment to be honest kepler because looking at the table they're only 4 points ahead of spurs uh, in fifth and you know there was a point yeah. in the season they were uh, yeah i think they they were comfortably like 7 8 points ahead and now the gaps really narrowed down maybe more i think right and i think the gaps really narrowed down between the second and the fifth you do have a good point having said that i personally believe that 
irrespective of all the issues that they're having with the system, with the personnel, they still have enough quality people at specific roles to just about help them get to fourth, even if they have a dip in form. I mean, as much as I you know don't like to say it, I do think they will finish in the top four. Um, but you know, we'll wait and see. Maybe, maybe they won't. You never know. Um, but you know, there's, there's, you know, we, we just kind of running out of time. So there's only like you know one club to discuss at the top. There's Man City who are just running away with it. Man, there's 16 points ahead at the top of the table. Um, Kuma, like, you know, give me some words. How do you describe this juggernaut? Uh, as a Liverpool. Liverpool fan, it's sad. Just sad because... Thing is that every se- last three, four seasons, one team has been, has been having a freak season. Uh, like I said, Chelsea had that freak run of 14 games. Man City, uh, it's very well documented this season. Uh, so... I know they have they have been fabulous in the way they have played, and I predicted that they would be winning the league. But uh, yeah, as a fan of Liverpool, I cannot. It's it's way uh, I'm I'm not able to digest it. Like how they have been so far ahead. As a matter of fact, in terms of quality, we are good in in uh, when compared to City. It's, no, we are not lagging far behind. But in terms of points, phew, it's like 18 points and. Phew, I can this I'm this <laughs> they, yeah they they just uh, they just something else aren't they Kewal final words Man City what do you think do you think you know as he said we're not that far behind or you know is it is it that the table does not lie we are in fact quite far behind I'll I'll just give you some numbers okay uh, highest goals Manchester City seventy nine second number Liverpool sixty one. Third number, Manchester City, goal difference 59. And then fourth number, Stoke City, considered 53. And then rest of the teams. Look at the goal difference. So they are not considering. And they are scoring. It's it's fun for them. Like, this is so stupid. Uh, it's That's what happened with Spurs last season. Chelsea had a really good run. And then they were so far ahead that no one, no team can catch them. The same thing happening with Manchester City. They are so freaking good. No matter uh, uh, you follow Liverpool or Spurs, but when you watch City's game, it's it's uh, like uh, it's a bliss and it's very entertaining. And they just make a joke out of all the teams. And I believe that they still have to play Chelsea, Spurs, Manchester United. That will decide our fate to be in top four. And I believe that they will help us. Yeah, I think I think you know you're right. And as you said, the numbers as well as our eyes don't really lie. You're right, Manny. Final words: Man City running away with the title. Uh, did did you by chance predict Man City as the winners, Manny? I don't really know. What is your prediction for the start of the season? Uh, you know, at the start of every season, I would predict Liverpool would win the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, I thought. City and United was going to do well and, you know, United not doing so well. But City, I think it all goes down to the, the manager decisions to buy players. Everything you see this season reflects uh, reflects onto the, the transfer market in the summer where they bought, um, I think they bought Bernardo Silva and um, I think 
I think they bought some fullbacks, and that's very important for them because that's how Pep wants to play. He he wants to have an aggressive fullbacks, and he got Walker, he got Danilo, and he got Mendy. Although Mendy got injured, but they have some great backups, and this is the difference for them. Um, and also, you know, Sterling becoming uh, the English Messi this season. So <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, yeah, and it, it's good to see him do well, you know, but. I, I never liked the way he left us, but, you know, it's good to see him do well. But all in all, I think City, um, they have great players. United also have great players. The difference is in the managers. I think Pep, you know, fixed the issues and they have some great backups. The only difference between us and City, I think the first 11, you know, we're not as good as they are, but we're not far behind. But the, on the bench is what makes a difference. You know, uh, Sane got there for like a few weeks, but they have Bernardo Silva, who is not you know, not far behind Sane, and they have some crazy left back and right back. So this is the difference. They do. I'm five point or show. Go for it, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, difference between City and United. United City has a system, Pep Guardiola's system. Every player is uh, trying to play in that system. Bernardo Silva, Gundogan, everyone, including Fernandinho. Same. Uh, other side, Mourinho has a system, but the players don't want to play into that specific role. That's the issue. It is, yeah. I think you do have a point, and you know, I think both of you have said the key things. The managers did imbibe the both. You know, City have imbibed, and United haven't. The thought process, how they set their teams up, the kind of quality of the players. And you know that there, there just isn't doubting that you know City are in fact head and shoulders above you know everyone else in the league, and that that's how the league's been. Season it's been an extremely interesting. It's been a hard fought. There's been there are battles at the bottom to avoid relegation. There isn't much happening in the middle. Then there's Arsenal hanging around in the sixth, and there we have City running away. And you know below them we have us and a couple of other clubs fighting fighting it out for that fourth spot. It's it's been a great season. It's been an extremely interesting season. I think halfway through this season, well, just over halfway through the season, um, I have to say it's been it's been excellent. It's been thrilling, and hoping hoping for more this season. I think um, on that you know positive and high note, time for us to end this show. Thank you everyone for joining on. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on and having your opinions. And thank you to all our viewers as well. Hope you enjoyed our show. Good night, everyone. Cheers. Good night. Cheers, guys. Good night, man. Century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it. Screams from the haters. Got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just count the hours. Stop tripping. I'm tripping off the power. The system broken. The schools closed. The prisons open. We ain't got nothing to lose. Everybody. Good night, cool world. I see